welcome. I was going to say to another episode, but actually the first episode of Here's the Deal, an advice podcast with myself, Dennis, and on your end. Well, I, I was ready to say good morning, Dennis. This is Mashi, but I was I was ready for good morning, Dennis. You know, good evening, Mashi. So I mean, we used to we did used to have a podcast where you would say good morning, I would say good evening, and a nice little way to address the eight hour time zone difference between us. But now we're going to be fielding user questions, I and mean, actually quite a few of them, to be honest. I guess maybe user is a little bit impersonal. Fan seems presumptuous for the first episode, though, so yeah. I want to talk a lot. How about, I, I think it's more like coworkers and acquaintance and friend questions, right? Because that's where we farmed a lot, a lot of these questions. And I, I, I say a lot. That's where we farmed all of these questions. It's true. You can go to htdpod.com right now and enter your, your, your questions, your queries, your quibbles, personal, professional, lighthearted, funny, serious, whatever. And we do have a pretty healthy mix, to be honest, which is nice. Yeah. Um, the first one, which I'll get into here reads uh my manager has a weird way to show appreciation and demotivates me every day however i know that in their mind they're doing the best thing for me to grow it's a weird way of doing it but it looks like this person wants to be my mentor and guide me through my career so that i can be like them they see themselves in me and they do everything they can to push me i don't want that though this is a lot to unpack here um, yes and it's funny reading a question like this where um, I've been in management for so long that, and we always talk about management and and like kind of going from being managed to being a manager is kind of walking, you're on the other side of the table, right? That's that's very common in the parlance where, um, you know, now you're on the one side, one side is like the, you're, you're being managed and the other side is you are managing. And of course, unless you own the company, not even, you're the CEO, you're always being managed in some sense. And sometimes it's more peer management, which is really the situation I'm in right now. But I think, and this is funny because we, we had a little chit chat about this question before we went live, of course. And that's, I think there's one crucial element here is you have a manager who cares. Maybe they're not doing a great job showing it. Maybe they're not showing, um, they're not doing it the way uh, you want to feel it or have it expressed. But I think that that's actually much rarer and, and something to be valued. And I think maybe I overvalued it a little bit. Maybe I, I, I got the sense maybe you were undervaluing that a bit. But one thing to just recognize and call out here is, a lot of leadership and a lot of management, they don't care. They're not interested mm -hmm. in you. They're not interested in developing you. They're not interested in, in investing in you. They're not interested in any of those things. They're normally just interested in either climbing up more or they've hit the top and they're interested in no one finding out that they're underqualified in the job. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, we've experienced this, right? Like, you know this, right? They, yep. they, the Peter principle, they hit that top and they're like, oh crap, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I need to just do everything I can to hide that. And a lot of times the people under them, they're so ordinance people that work with them bear the brunt of that um, mm -hmm. and then finally there's people who just are totally checked out they don't care at all they they have hit the top and they're like well this is it for me um i don't care about you and i care about clocking in getting my paycheck clocking out so well, here's the thing though cares about think, you is important. something Sorry, i think brother. you're glossing over is if the if the more junior person the person who submitted this question is in that stage of their life where they're like hey look you know i like my job fine it's nine to five clock in clock out Maybe they don't want to be developed and pulled up. And they, there's always this assumption that everybody is on a track to try and get to the next thing. You know, what do you, where, you, where do you see yourself in five years? What's the development plan to get you there? Some people have reached a position in their careers where they're happy and maybe they want to focus on other stuff, their family, their health, their personal life, whatever, uh, with their time. And they want to sort of be treading water from a career perspective. I don't think that that necessarily should be as demonized as it is. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. Um, 
And and I mean, not only should that not be demonized, that should be embraced way more than it is, right? You well, it's more sustainable for sure. Yeah. And and there's this idea that if you don't want to grow with the company, you're like useless to the company. That's so untrue. <laughs> it's so untrue. That idea taken to its, you know, we're deviating a bit from the question, but it's an important point. Like, not everybody's trying to be the CEO of the company. Or if they're mm-hmm. in marketing, not everyone's trying to be the CMO or the CFO or whatever. That's not. Right. And if it was the case, you're not going to sustain that because there's only one of those in every company. You're growing those for other companies. And that's okay too, by the way. I think that's okay too. You know, one of the things that came up for me reading this is like, that's not what I want though. Well, finding a way to communicate that's very, very difficult. Okay. Mm-hmm. But asking yourself what you do want in that position and whether you want to grow in that job, whether you want to develop in that job, or whether you want to develop skills in that job that you will take to your dream job because you don't want to be there forever. Because that's a very real thing. I've had mm-hmm. one-on-ones like this a lot. I mean, you're aware of this where it's like, hey, where do you see yourself in five years? It doesn't have to be here. And with a lot of people I was having one-on-ones with, you know, three or four years ago, my assumption was it wasn't going to be here because there wasn't room at the top for that kind of growth. So, and oftentimes- I mean, we've had one-on-ones like that. You were my direct manager for the guts of like five years, basically, yeah. right? And we had plenty of one-on-ones and you would say, I want you to have your goals and I want you to have at least one of them have nothing to do with your job. Mm-hmm. And you would always say, where do you see yourself? And it doesn't have to be here. And I've had that situation too. Um, in people that I've managed where they're saying, well, and you can tell when someone's like, yeah, I like it here, but, but, and I, I always say, it's okay. I want you to be happy here. I don't want you to stay here just because, you know, it's in my interest for you to stay. If you're, if you're unhappy here, I'd rather you go and do something else and we can find somebody else. I want to help you on that journey. Like you said, developing a, a an employee doesn't always, I mean, you like it if it ends with them staying in the same building, obviously, but sometimes that's not the case and it can't be the case for everybody. Well, and I think I probably had this talk with you. I've had this talk with a lot of people. It's like um, investing in someone isn't investing in their growth solely within the company. Investing in your team, investing in people you work with is investing in them. Of course, the other side of that is when you are very actively, honestly invested in someone's personal and professional growth, they're far less likely to leave you. They're far, far less. I mean, when someone says like this person, this manager cares about me, my personal and professional development, I don't think I'm going to see that in a lot of other places. And and to be honest with you, you're not. Um, I want to stay here. That's a real thing. And and so I'm cheating, right? We're always cheating. I always try to put my cards on the table because I don't want to feel like I'm manipulating someone. When I invest in you personally, professionally, in honest, genuine fashion, I know, just history has told me, you're you're far less likely to leave until it really is that time. Like, hey, I want to grow here, but I can't. I've got to take this other opportunity. And then it's like, go do that. And let's hang out. Let's be friends and tell me about that growth. And we can continue to do that. Like right now I'm having a one-on-one with someone. And you know what we talk about? I don't think they're going to listen to this podcast. So I'm not ruining anything. He's getting ready to get engaged. And so we mm-hmm. had a whole last talk, like, where can I look for rings? What should I look for? How should I approach this? That's totally fine. You know, I've had one-on-ones with people where it's like, I want to finish my college degree. Go do that. I And the, you know what they did? You know, you know who I'm talking about. And then they went to get on their master's. And as soon as they got their I helped master's, you, I, helped you, like, I helped you bully them into finishing that degree. I think you're fine. Right. And then they got their master's like, I have a master's. Why am I still doing this? And then they left. And that's okay. You know, uh, oh, yeah. and they left at a good breaks. time and at the right time. Um, and, and I'm, I, you know, it's so funny because you reflect on that. Time passes quickly. Um, and... Going from like, I really want to finish my college degree to having a, a one-on-one with someone like, hey, I just finished my master's. That's incredible. As a manager, as a person, that's very fulfilling. Here in this case, I think 
you have a manager who's trying to manage, trying to really earnestly, it sounds like trying to do the best thing and maybe not, not listening or understanding well enough what their team member wants or needs. That's a two-way street. If you're not finding a way to communicate that, to just say like, you know, so it, what I was going to say, so I agree. I agree that having a manager who cares and invested is a plus and deserves some, some kudos, right? And that's okay. How do you go about having that conversation of, hey, the way we're working together isn't working for me, pardon the pun. How do you breach that? How do you broach that, that topic? So, you know, I, I, and I, I anticipate this being a similar theme in this podcast. I'm a very big believer, and I, I know you know this, of controlling the conversation. Sometimes that's overtly controlling the conversation. Sometimes that's from the bottom, covertly controlling that conversation. I think this calls for, and again, this will probably be a common theme, you need to take control of the conversation. And what it is is, hey, Dennis, um, you know, now I, I, I'm the questioner, you're the manager. Hey, Dennis, I really want to get clear on what my goals are here, what my goals are, period. Bing, bang, boom. Drive those goals. Because if what's happening here is this manager isn't supporting you in the right way or isn't supporting your goals or the real goals you have, you need to redirect that energy. You need to say, hey, this is what I'm pursuing. This is how I'm pursuing it. Get them to actively engage in a feedback loop where you're controlling what the goals are. Because after all, this person apparently is trying to invest in you, is trying to say, hey, how do I better you? What can I do to upload? And yes, if it is, I see. And by the way, you know, I, I object to this because she sees herself in me. That's a compliment, you know? And again, I know it's not coming off that way. I know it's not. But we have self-images that we treasure. And what happens a lot of times when we come into contact with younger people, and you'll experience this later, I know I sound very old saying this, is you see a spark or something that's reminiscent of you. And when we see mm -hmm. ourselves in others, one of the things we rush to do, I'm not a parent, but I assume this is the case, is not only mentor them, but try to protect them from the mistakes we made. Don't step yeah. in the puddles I stepped in. That's natural. And that's healthy. And again, you, that is a, whether it's coming out right or wrong, that's a gift from, from right. Me. Their heart's in the right place, regardless of how they're communicating it. But unfortunately, the way they're communicating is the part you have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Right. So I think getting clear on what your goals are and then really trying to control how you want to go about those goals. You know, what you risk here is if it's something like, hey, I work, I work really well. I'm I'm an auditory learner or I'm a visual learner. You know, this is a very basic way to do it. So I work better if we email, I work better if we're face-to-face -face meeting, whatever it is, but trying to really gently guide that feedback and that mentorship to tailor it towards you. Don't be passive. Don't just sit there and go, God, I hate this. God, this isn't working. Ah, it's another meeting. You know, she's so annoying. I know her heart's in the right place, but I can't stand the way she communicates. This may ultimately fail because again, she is the manager and ultimately you must work under whatever right. it's, it's not a symmetrical relationship, right? You can't necessarily, you only have so much leverage. But you have to try. You have to try to find a way. And then finally, and this is a very stoic, I mean, as you know, Dennis, I went deep into stoicism the start of last year. At the very end of the day, you have to accept if none of that works. And, and honestly, I think it will because we're, we are humans. We do, we do intuitively interact with people. Uh, and, and unless we're very overtly saying, I, as, as I'm maybe, I, I don't propose this ever, but if we're, unless we're very overtly saying, I'm going to control every aspect of this communication and relationship, which is very unhealthy, um, the person's going to acquiesce. They're going to see, they're going to get the, they're going to understand what your body language, what your tone, what the messaging of what you're saying is. And they, they, they will hopefully find a way to back off and, and learn a bit about how best to communicate with you. And I think it's, I don't think there's a problem. As a manager, I'm speaking for myself, if someone comes to me and says, hey, Mashi, 
I like blank. I learn, I, I'm better at face-to-face -face or I'm better at video. I'm better at email. Mm -hmm. I don't like Slack. Can we try that? Yes, of course we can. But the other half of that, true, of that is true too. I get to say, yeah, I'll meet you there. But by the way, I'm better at face-to-face. -face. You got to come you halfway, like right? Yeah. Email. You know, let's find that, that happy medium. But it's about trying to take control of the relationship and not being passive. And like I said, where the stoicism comes in is if this is annoying you, you're letting it annoy you. You, you are. Right. So let's say let's say this conversation happens and it's and, you know, maybe some changes happen in a couple of weeks, but ultimately a month or two goes by and we're, we end up we find ourselves back in the same position we're in right now. That's when you have to start expecting, OK, well. This clearly isn't going to change. I've given it a college try and it's not panning out. I have to accept this is the way it is. And that now we're talking stoicism like and that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, time to go look for a job elsewhere, though that is obviously on the table. It could just mean, well, you know, give me the the strength to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference and all that, that might be the the area you find yourself in. And it sounds like, honestly, from the tone of the question, this person already sounds like they're there, even if they haven't, even if we don't know if they've actually tried to have this conversation earnestly yet or not. Yeah, Eckhart Tolle, um, who wrote The Power Now, great book, I recommend it for everyone, has a great three-point system for situations you don't want to be in. One, leave the situation. Two, do everything you can to change that situation. Don't stop till it's changed. Or three, and I'm going to, I'm going to summarize here because Eckhart wouldn't put it this way, accept it and quit bitching about it. You've, if you have accepted it, acceptance isn't like, I'll just put up with it. Acceptance is you embrace it and say, I know the situation. I know who I'm dealing with and I'm going to stop letting it bother me. I'm going to stop complaining about it because that doesn't do anything. Now, do you want to get whingy over a pint of beer? Sure. Okay. Whatever. But at the end of the day, you want to submit a question anonymously to a podcast? Sure. I get sure, it. HTTPod.com. Yeah, get, do that. But I, I do think there's a lot of value in understanding, you know, and, and I am a huge believer in management from below. And I have, I've preached this forever because I think it's an active way to, to work as a team. I manage from above, you manage from below. We're a team, let's go. And that's to say, I you shore up my weaknesses, I shore up your weaknesses. You share your vision for which way the boat's going and I share my vision for which way the boat needs to go. And 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 that's that's how I think a good, healthy management um, you know, relationship works. Something you I, I taught me that I've carried through my career since and and whole and in my life as well, honestly, um, that I learned from you is I remember you saying to me before when we worked together, um, I want you, Dennis, I want you to feel heard and I want you to feel like your opinion and the way you think we should go. I, I was reminded of this because the way you said um which way we should row the boat. I want you to feel like your voice is heard and that your opinion has weight. But ultimately, if I, Mashi, decide that we have to go in another direction because of factors outside of our control or because, you know, I just think that's the way we're going, I need you to feel heard, accept the new direction and go 100% with it. And that has given me more inner peace in my professional life than you could possibly imagine, where I might go up in, in, in a situation and say, oh, I think we should do this because reasons, 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 reasons. And a manager will, or someone more seemingly go, I hear you. No, we're doing this other thing. I was like, okay, that's fine. So long as I, there's true peace in feeling heard and still being disagreed with. And that's a really difficult sweet spot to find. Agreed. And I mean, I think that's a huge key too, is you as a manager, you have to actually listen. And that does mean sometimes closing the loop saying, hey, Dennis, I know you wanted to do blank, but here's why we couldn't do it. Um, and being having an honest conversation. Or when you can't just go say, I can't tell you why it was on mm -hmm. the table, but we couldn't do it for reasons, for other reasons, I can't tell you why. In this case though, again, it's about laying out your goals. I think kind of very proactively saying, hey, hey, Dennis, you know, we have this relationship. Here's my goals. I think also maybe picking up a little bit saying, here's how I want to pursue them. Now, this manager may say, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. I say, this is what I'm really comfortable with, you know, trying to find that way. 
ultimately, again, as you said, it's an asymmetrical relationship. And so you kind of have to bow to the management here. Um, but trying to find those ways, not giving up on it, and trying to find those ways to gently manage from below, communicate what your goals and needs and how you want to pursue them are, unless you really don't know. Um, it's well, a that, that's situation. a different problem. If you, if you don't know what you want, that's not necessarily, your manager might not necessarily be able to fix that for you, right? That might require some internal looking mm -hmm. before you can start criticizing the goals they're putting on you. Because I've been in situations like that before where you're like, oh, I don't want to do this thing. What do you want to do? Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, okay. Well, that's not a super useful position. <laughs> to oh, present. And we've all been there. It's like, all right, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. Okay. How about pizza? I don't want that. All right. Well, let's go to some Korean chips. No, I don't want that either. Okay. Well, okay. Let's get you have some idea of what you want. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. right? Are you hungry? Do you want to work? Do you, I mean, and the, the one thing that I think you can't communicate because of the professional work environment, which is very unfortunate is you have to have such a healthy happy, um, stable workplace in relation with your manager to just say, you know what, dude, I'm really kind of happy doing what I'm doing. I'm not looking to get a promotion. I'm not looking to kind of, I want to do this. I love my job. I love doing it. I'm always going to give 110%, but I, I'm not interested in growth in the company. Um, that is a bold statement, but you got to have, I would not, I don't recommend that. I recommend that. The only time I'd even suggest that to someone is if you have a very great, uh, not even good, great, awesome company culture and a very awesome manager who will take that and say, well, okay, by God, you're going to do this, but you're going to do this 100%. I'm going to make sure you do it. And if opportunities come up, I'll communicate them, but I'll always understand you're where you at. You're where you're yeah, at and you're happy you. there. Yeah. So um, I don't know if we really helped that <laughs> answer, but here's the deal with that. Be open and honest with what you want, how you want to get there and how you think the best way for you to pursue that is and guide your manager that way. And at the end of the day, if that doesn't work, you've got to embrace it and know what you're dealing with and not let it get too far into your head. And you can always resubmit it again to hddpod.com if you need more advice. <laughs>